2: everyone welcome to the five star Joshi show here on the fight game media network i am your host as always scott edwards and with me today is my good friend dylan murray of stardom quest because his podcast partner decided to come back <laughs> this week and i said well dylan we have a lot to talk about that i was looking forward to talking about so you're coming on my show instead so here he is dylan welcome to back to the show
3: yeah uh, thanks for having me um I need to put my I need to put my other headphone in. It sounded weird. I could hear my voice very loudly because I had all my my headphones off. Whatever. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be back. Uh, I'm happy to talk to you. Yeah, it was kind of the spur of the moment thing. Alex was just like, ah, yeah, I'll, I'll come back this week. I was like, okay. And and me and you had like had like bits planned. We we're gonna talk about like some Spy Kids and and, and <laughs> Chan Yoda. You know, like all that good jazz. And uh, so we we thought, you know, let's still talk about some stuff. Maybe not Spy Kids. We'll see if we could fit it in there somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy to talk with you this week about all the great things in joshi wrestling. um also i'm I always forget that now that you uh upload to to like YouTube and stuff, you don't do that really loud intro. Like I was like bracing for it, and I was like,
2: oh, you just you just talked like you started talking. Oh, when I used to scream.
3: No, that and the uh the fight game like
2: whoosh. Oh yes, you know, like, yes, 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 yes.
3: Which I loved that, but yeah, it was yeah. it was always super loud. I'd always have to like I'd always get scared, startled yeah, by it. Yeah,
2: that's uh, fair. No, we still got that. That's only if I'm live though. We don't gotcha, do that for anything gotcha. else. Uh, but okay, yeah, no, I still do the loud opening usually, but I've calmed it down a little because I heard it back once. And I was like, oh, that's that's terrifying. Um, but yeah, we have a lot to talk about today, and I, I won't call it a quiet week, but. I mean, Joshi's pretty quiet lately. Um, No one's wrestling, it feels like. I haven't seen a rematch in way too long. Uh, TJPW is just announcing things right now, so we're just kind of here. But thankfully, stardom keeps doing things, and we'll get to all of that in a little bit. But we're going to start with the news and notes of the week because there are some news and notes not for anything we could have watched but there are news and notes nonetheless and we will kick off that with the tjPw announcement that at Grand princess 2024 it will be maki Ito going one on one with minoru Suzuki Dylan how do you feel
3: I'm excited that's so excited like I think, I've always, so getting into Puro a few years ago. Minoru Suzuki is one of my fa- first favorites, right? I, I adored him. I thought he was just the coolest motherfucker alive. Um, and now I think that like people kind of like use him wrong very often because it's like he's he's definitely a novelty wrestler in this day and age. Um, so if you're not going to put him in like a tag team with someone he meshes well with, uh, like a, a straight up singles match with Minoru Suzuki doesn't always work well. But I think that this is exactly the sort of Minoru Suzuki match I want in my life. Um, mm. Because this sounds fucking hilarious. This sounds great. Um, yeah. and, and they're also like cool. Like they're, they're like friends. M- Maki Ito and Minoru Suzuki are friends. So while I don't think Minoru Suzuki is going to be doing too much selling for her, I don't think he'll be afraid to sell a fucking, you know, her stepping on his toe or something. You know, like I, I think there yeah. will be a way to work this match that's not just like disrespectful to the card if that makes mm-hmm. sense because it could be you know if minoru suzuki <laughs> it could right. be disrespectful um, right. but i think i think there's room for this to be a really fun and like entertaining match um and I'm, I'm excited for it relatively speaking
2: i i think it's i think it's fine like i think there's gonna be some people that hate it mm-hmm. i know some people that do hate it and i think there's gonna be some people that love it and i'm kind of just in the middle where it's like well, it can't be worse than the Rini Yamashita match, right? Right? Because <laughs> that was terrible um, from the uh, Etion show. So that's kind of the home way I'm looking at. It. And I feel like this is one of those matches where it might work better for Suzuki. Like, I thought the uh, Unagi Produce Show main event was a little, it was fun for what it was. And that was, was it Minoru and Masato Tanaka?
3: I forget who his tag partner was. I think it was to like
2: Manaka, Um against Unagi and Konami. Yep. And that was fun. So, like, that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Um, and I think Maki Ito is so much fun that, you know, maybe maybe she can work some sort of story out of her. Right? If he's willing to give, it's going to work out just fine. And I think that's kind of maybe the worry a little bit. I don't expect him, like, like, like you said, I don't expect him to, like, you know, give it all and win and lose necessarily, but if he's willing to give and play to the match itself, it can be a lot of fun. Uh, that card is taking shape. Uh, they also added Aja Kong and Maxi Impaler versus Shoko Nakajima and Hyper Masao. Um, Yuki Arai and Yuki Kamafuku will face off for the International Princess Championship. The tag belts will be... Between Ryo Mizunami Yuki Aino versus Daisy Monkey, and then of that's course real. your main, and then of course your main event Miyu Yamashita versus Miyu Watanabe. also the Princess of Princess Championship. So it's an interesting card. Um, I will keep holding on hope for Masha Slamovich versus Rika Tatsumi. The more they don't get announced, the more hope I get. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they'll just put them in a tag, and my heart will be broken. But at least it would be in the same match, right? I guess that's the one way to look at it. Um,
3: yeah. Um, I. I think the card is, is a bit uh, – it's a Swiss cheese card, which is, is something that happens a lot nowadays, where it feels like there are just like matches that just like, oh, man, that's going to be like third from the top. I don't want to watch that. You know what I mean? Like – or second from the top for that matter. Mm-hmm. But then like but in between it, it's like, oh, but that looks fun and that looks fun. And that's kind of frustrating. It's not like – in Japan you you ideally all of the bad matches would be the first three matches and all the good matches would be the last four or five. Right, right. Um but like I'm not too into uh, you know, Yuki versus Yuki for the belt.
2: No, that's gonna be bad.
3: I think I think both of them I think both of them have the ability to be good against good opponents, but I don't think either of them are good standalone if no. that makes sense. And I think against each other, I just don't see a lot in that match. And um, I think Aja and Max versus Shoko and Masao is kind of missing the mark on something, especially since they're already, since they're doing Minoru Suzuki versus Maki Ito, that just sounds like a worse, story-wise, a worse version of this match. You know what I mean? Like like Minoru Suzuki and Maki Ito is a better version of, of the tag match in what it will represent right one small gonna get their ass beat against an imposing force and yeah. I, I think you could have done that but I, I think there would have been more interest if you gave one of Max or, or Aja one of their like tag team partners if you gave them if you gave Max Pom or you gave Aja Raku I think there could have been a bit more of a you know uh, just a flow to it, a, a more interesting, you know, dynamic to it. So I'm, I'm not as crazy about a lot of the card, but uh, yeah, I think Minoru Suzuki versus Maquito is a great addition to it. I think it sounds really, really fun.
2: They should have ran back Aja Kong versus Wakana Yohar, but oh yeah, sure. I digress. We <laughs> can do that. Every uh, we can see how she progresses. Exactly. Uh, in another world, Aja Kong versus Teresa, and that would be sick. But yeah, Daisy Monkey needs those belts, so that's more important right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up, Sendai Girls had a couple shows this past weekend. Uh, we don't really get to talk about them obviously because they don't air all that much or at all, whichever you prefer. Uh, but the Rewa Ultima Powers Dash Josako and Hiroya Matsumoto won the Sendai Girls World Tag Team Championships, defeating Team 200 Kilograms. This is their third reign as the champions. Um, not really a shock.
3: This I'm is... not going to lie. These two tag teams might be the only tag teams to ever hold the Sunday girls tag team titles.
2: Ah, funny. You say like that history. Do you? So, so let's, let's go down. Little, let's go down some history. Shall we? The, the, I actually had this plan. So the last time that a tag team that wasn't these two, that held these belts. You're, there's no way you're going to guess this.
3: Oh, wait, I think I, I think I know it. I haven't gone to the cage match yet. I almost okay. did. Don't. Um, was it Mio Momono and somebody?
2: No, that was two before this. You're gonna love this. Oh, Ready? Okay. Hibiki and Andras Miyagi.
3: <laughs> That's that noise pollution, baby. I love that tag team. Read Alex. They had about it that all the time for
2: 33 days.
3: <laughs> I was like, oh, that tag team was sick, and he's like, it was fucking god. Before awful.
2: before that was Minami and Wada who held it for 31 days, and, and, and before, before that, that was, was Mio Momono and Rin Katakura yeah. who held it for 85. And then of course, team 200 kilograms, and you guessed it, Raywell Ultima powers after that.
3: Oh yeah, so okay, so I wasn't that far off. It all happened in 2021. Um, yeah. For some reason, I thought that the Hibiki Andras team lost it back to Mio and somebody. I thought Mio yeah. held it twice, but she only held it once.
2: Yeah, um, I just had to get the pop in there. I knew you'd love it. The moment yeah. I saw that they were the That last was a
3: big one. pop. That was a big. I, I, lo- I love me some Hibiki. Uh, I, I miss. I miss them. And I love me some some Andres Miyagi, a uh, big Meech, if you will. That was that cool. noise pollution. I love those motherfuckers. They came so, out with the megaphones. It was crazy.
2: Ultimately, they are just rinsing and repeating once again. Um, I'm sure the match was great. I won't doubt that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a little annoying. But it is what it is. Uh, speaking of annoying, and I'm, by the way, I just want everyone to know, I am convinced that Mako Satomura is back booking. She might company. Be. Um I am fully we will see. if
3: if big if big hash wins the title from, yeah. from Mika, I think I think we'll Yeah.
2: Go. uh so I since winning the world title from Millie McKenzie on September 18th, 2023, has not defended this title. So don't you worry. Don't you worry. It's not like she uh is defending successfully. But since then she has lost against Sari and Dash Osako uh just one weekend to go. She also has gone to two time limit draws against Sayori and No and Ria Muzanami. But don't worry. Don't worry. She's also defeated Minami and Zones, which, you know, is uh, not that impressive. Here's a for instance, okay? Sari beat Iwata quicker than Iwata beat Zones. <laughs> zones is notably a rookie. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Like Zones doesn't win matches no not at all never so take that for what you will everyone uh for anyone that wanted the sendai girls Senjo update you got it congratulations man.
3: going on their cage match i just remembered that the uh, sendai girls junior championship has been vacant for several years
2: they did a tournament for and they just stopped
3: yeah they <laughs> did do that because i was yeah. like i could have swore like i could have swore that like i didn't i knew nobody like I didn't think like, oh, somebody's junior champion, but I thought they were like bringing it back. But yeah,
2: yeah. Zones won the finals. And she's not Sunday junior champion. (laughs) Did not get a title. So uh, interesting. What they forget like, like <laughs> what
3: the fuck happened.
2: I don't know, man. Um uh, but good news next Friday, for anyone interested, uh just tap out returns to Cork and Hall, and it will be Tomoka Inaba versus Azusa Inaba for the Queen of JTO Championship, which is a very exciting match. Uh actually me and Dylan have watched that tournament. It's been yes, it's been fun. Azusa's We've the shining most star. Of
3: the, we watched most of the matches of the tournament, yeah. The it's good ones crazy. crazy.
2: Yeah, uh, we watched all the Anaba ones.
3: Yeah, and yeah, Azusa has undeniably been the the best of the tournament because she, I think, she works the rules better than Tomoka does. Um, Which is crazy. Yes, but it's also like Azusa is a lot more karate based, so she just does a lot more strikes than Tomoka does because Tomoka has that like half karate, half submission stuff. Azusa has pocket submissions more than Tomoka. Whereas you know Tomoka is just like half submissions basically, so Azusa just has a bit more of a, a more energetic style in the, in those sorts of matches. So yeah, um, Azusa versus Tomoka should be really good. I, I if we ever see it, it's a big if. Um,
2: it should be really good. All right, that's all the uh, the, the. Oh, and I think
3: Tomoka stuff. wins
2: because yeah, I do too.
3: Like Az- azusa's Azusa is like beating people like legit people, she beat Aoi, yeah. for example, but uh, I don't think she's beaten her older sister,
2: yet. azusa's the real folks uh yeah, the reason she was booked on the Queendom <laughs> show. I'm not saying there's a reason tamoka wasn't, I don't know the reason I like them both, so don't attack me. I'm not attacking her um, <laughs> anyways that I think that's that's pretty much it there was there, <laughs> there wasn't much uh. To dive into necessarily, at least in terms of like watching, but we're used to that, right? Yeah. Um. So let's get in to stardom, the stardom sphere of things going on. We have a lot of news to break down. We have a big show to break down. Uh. But to this Friday, by the time this comes out, Mayu Yutani versus Mina Shirakawa would have happened for the IWGP Women's Championship at The new beginning in Sapporo number one. I don't know what the hell they're calling it. They're probably just calling it new beginning in Sapporo, but it's day one. So uh, take that and run with it, I guess. Uh, The most important part of this, because I did kind of preview it last week, and I I was very excited for the match. And uh, as per usual, Mayu made me even more uh, excited for the match after her interview. With newjapan1972.com, lots to like in here. Obviously, I think everyone should go out of their way to read it themselves because I think getting to hear Mayu's look at pro wrestling isn't something we always get, especially translated. Um, you know, we get a lot of the Tokyo sports interviews and things like that, but there's always it's always fun to see her twist on it all so. Some of the tidbits, and Dylan, feel free to jump in when you want to talk about them. Uh, so Mayu laughed at the idea of being called a zombie, which is like right at the beginning of well, this interview.
3: No, the fu- the funniest part is that. So the interview starts, and it's like it's like okay, so who is Mayu Itani? She says, "I think I'm a zombie." Yeah, and they're like, "You're what?" And she's like, yeah, people just call me and then she, like, explains it. Yeah,
2: she explains it. Um, she explains it as in, as in whatever happens, no matter what people might try to do to me, I keep getting back up. and keep going. I keep getting beaten up, but I keep finding a way to win. I have this conviction that I'll take the best bumps on any given night. I know it's weird, but I think I take the most damage in the most beautiful way and still win. Amen to that. Uh, that's Zombie Mayu. And then there's Killer Mayu, who's the scarier side of me. So not knowing which Mayu you see is part of the excitement. I I just want to stress, Killer Mayu is the best wrestler, unquestionably, in the world. We don't get it a lot because, you know, there's a lot of the time she is the underdog for some reason still. Um, but when that breaks out, which I kind of think is possible against Ma- uh, Mina this week, um, it is the very best. It is the I, very
3: I think... Best. I find it fascinating how Mayu has found a way
2: to do
3: it's funny. She's on the same show as Dolph Ziggler Um, (laughs) because, because like what Dolph Ziggler used to do is that like, he would want to say he bumps the best, but in kayfabe, that's terrible. Why Mm -hmm. the fuck would you want to bump the best? (laughs) Like, Like, you know, so she found a way to make it. So it's like, yeah, it's almost like a, like a joke to me that's, like, it's just kind of cool to, like, you know, get beat the fuck up and then still beat him. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, she's, like, I kind of, you know, it it just, that's what drives me. It's really fun. I think that is such a great way to kind of, like, compliment yourself for what you're best at. Because, like, Mayu is one of the greatest bumpers um, of all time. You know what I mean? Like, just period. Mm -hmm. Like, in wrestling history. Undeniably. So, like, i i get that she's like yeah like how do i how do i say yeah i'm the best bumper of all time without being like yeah i like getting beat up is what i'm best at uh and i think she kind of did a very good job at that here it it, it just it's she sounds like a badass she sounds cool
2: she then shit on the iwgp women's championship by saying that she felt kadani just made it on a whim which he absolutely did I will not <laughs> like come on we I we've talked about this for well over a year now we're entering a year and a half I think or so of this title being around or known about uh she goes on to say like the new Japan women's uh the new Japan strong women's title was made and was defended all the time while I was just pretty much sitting there doing nothing um and she thinks like she had the same thoughts that I think a lot of fans had of, like, you know, people are probably, like, wondering what the hell I'm doing. I'm sitting here with the title. I'm never on New Japan shows. And it has the IWGP letters, which are obviously very prestigious. Um, But she then goes into talking about her match with Shuri, which I think is very important. Um, she said the match came together relatively quick, so it feels like, I can get out in the world and wrestle more. Um, She knows that the IWGP IWGP name means something, but there's still a lot of work to do when it comes to making the IWGP women's title specifically a big deal. But I think even if it ends up taking a while, people will be glad that this belt was made.
3: Hey, I got that sherry match. I'm already glad. And that Mercedes match against Kyrie, I'm. I'm
2: I know, happy. I know.
3: Like I get, what, like obviously she's correct. Um, yes, but I, I'm I'm happy with the matches I've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the Utami one was good. It wasn't as good as the qualifier between. Yeah, Bayern the qualifier and Utami, was unreal, which was fucking phenomenal a year earlier. But yeah, I mean, like I've gotten a lot of. There's been a lot of great stuff coming outside of, of GP belt. It's just not used very often. There isn't really identity for it. Um, I will say it's probably the prettiest belt that has been made on a whim by Road, though. Yeah, it's
2: uh, it's it's probably it's one of my favorite belts going in wrestling, yeah, just based too. on look. And I think the way we're seeing it now utilized is how it should have been, obviously, this whole mm-hmm. time, right? Had the defense with Shuri. Now we have this one with Mina, probably one at Tie, if I had to guess, hopefully one, uh, maybe one in America as well. Um, when that time comes around. Uh, So maybe two in one month makes the most sense. They're definitely going to have one on Boontai because obviously with the awaited exit of some wrestlers, they're going to want big matches on there. And since we know Mayu will be there um, based off of reports, whether she likes Definitely. it or not. Whether she likes uh, it or not. She seems to, and I'll talk about this, because last week I talked for 10 straight minutes about how upset I was about the Mayu stuff, and now I feel like a lot better just after watching this past weekend show and so on, but um she seems to be doing better just like visibly, yeah. thankfully, which is nice. Um She did praise mercedes Monet. If you want to read that, go out of your way. I mean, Mercedes is great, obviously. Like... I don't think I don't think you need to hear me say that. I, I just want to say that I love the way that she talks in this interview.
3: Um, like just just the way that she like like her verbiage is very funny to me. Like <laughs> she says, everyone was trying to say that I was the favorite. I was so excited and then I
4: lost. That shit sucked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She should have won. Kyra should have never
4: won. You're correct. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket?
2: Um, Io Shirai and Anai Takahashi, she, she said, are the two women I've always respected the most in wrestling. But Mercedes definitely joined that list. I think that's obviously saying a lot because, you know, May wouldn't just throw that out there to praise Mercedes when I whether she care. Um, I, I still think they need one more match, but that's another topic, I guess, for another day. Um, she called herself Super Saiyan, which was crazy. Um, like. The reference of that and just, like, the idea that, like, yeah, I did that um, against Shuri, by the way, uh, which I went on this show <laughs> and praised uh, because it was it is still my match of the year. And I don't think it's going to be replaced anytime soon. Uh, but she went on to say that she thought that was the best match of her career, which... It-
3: it's up it there. It's crazy. Uh, like I mean, it's
2: not shocking because it's phenomenal, right? Yeah. And she did reference both Io Shirai and Kagetsu, which is funny because I I watched both of those matches or yeah. two of their matches uh, from the past this week. Uh, so I do find it funny that we were kind of on the same wavelength there. Um, but I think it's it says a lot that she feels that way about that match with Shuri.
3: I do I do find like the Super Saiyan comment and whatnot crazy. Well, not crazy, but just really like, like accurate because she's kind of like, I kind of, I kind of fucking popped off. That shit was crazy, like, <laughs> like, like in a in a way that's like, it's like, damn, even I didn't expect all that. <laughs> um, and like, I think that was kind of the match, like the story of the match is that it's like, damn, I was not expecting this. Like, I expected it to be great, but like, holy fuck, yeah, What's happening it was right like, now?
2: I did that, and. I, I kind of like it because, to me, like that idea of c- going back crazy is like, yeah, maybe I blacked out. I don't, I don't know. Like we just, we just went in there. We did headbutts that angered some people. I wish she said that. That was so funny. Oh my god, I would have lost my mind. She'd be like, yeah, we did some headbutts out of here, angered some people. Oh well, too bad. Um, she probably has no idea. Uh, but I just, I, as someone that loves that match, and I know like that was such a topic. Point this year already. I'm happy that she appreciates it as much because you know when wrestlers wrestle matches, you never know like how they feel Mm. about things. Like if you ever hear like John Moxley, for example, he hates pretty much everything he does. And yeah, I mean, I think that's always interesting.
3: Mesa Ruba has talked about how like. I don't know, like, a, a large amount of her best matches, like, that everybody loves, she's like, oh, I fucking hated it. I, I Like, that was, yeah. like, like, afterwards, I just cried. I was like, I don't. I fucking hate this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but that was, like, great. What the fuck are you talking about?
2: Yeah, it's like, it's very entertaining for me, like, just anytime wrestlers are willing to talk about their matches like that, because... Mm. So many of us like, you know, people fall in line with the the star ratings and stuff like that. But for them, this is their craft. So hearing what they appreciate the most makes me appreciate a match even more. Um I didn't I didn't think I could have more appreciation for that And match, I also but.
3: think it because it, it comes so irregularly too, because every wrestler, especially American wrestlers, I think maybe if you ask a Japanese wrestler, they might be a little bit more uh giving in the answer. But so many so many wrestlers will be like Oh, well my my best match is my most recent one. It's like, okay, motherfucker, you had a 3 minute squash match on Dynamite? <laughs> that was not your best. Just fucking yeah. answer the goddamn question. You know, what I mean? like yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so I do appreciate her just straight up being like, yeah, I think that was like like I don't know if I'll hit that again. I'm going to try, but that was fucking
2: insane.
3: <laughs> that was and, and, my best and, shit ever.
2: And she took the time to shout out Ushino, so Oh, yeah, shout out. Great to interview,
3: you. obviously. Also, great matches. You against the Shirai and against Kagetsu were some of my best matches ever. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, she like, I think she falls in line with with a lot of like popular perceptions. That's like, oh, well, it even she even mentions that it's like, oh, I'm a big nostalgia person. Mm-hmm. um, So it's kind of hard to look at my more recent things more accurately and my, you know, longer, you know, my uh, stuff that happened in the past a bit more positively. But this was it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think that's 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 great like that that tells you how, just how great this match was in even her opinion um because i'm the same way it's like every kagetsu match is better than any match i've ever seen in the, in the past six you know four years uh but really like that's probably not true um so i i i do mayu's just like us for real that's that's what i'm trying to say
2: that's true my uh the match with shuri now that i'm thinking about it i'm trying to think like what match before that would I consider like higher, if that makes sense? Mm. Like what was what was the last top amazing, phenomenal? I mean, probably the one with Kyrie. I love that match, but she didn't win. So it was, was great. I was angry. I, she that was, was
3: great. But the moment yeah, it was great, but the moment that she lost yeah. it just kind of so I,
2: I think I still prefer the Shuri match. Um, but that was probably the last one that at least got like that conversation. Um, um, 2021 five star will always
3: be looked back at for oh, things my versus momo from that five star mm-hmm. was tremendous probably not as good as this one and again this is probably a bit of nostalgia talking but it that was, was great that was tremendous
2: uh, and then before that probably the uh, Takumi matches
3: yeah oh fuck yeah it's probably, I think, the most recent, like, genuine, like, combat of the know, year, yeah, locked
2: in type thing. Is, yeah.
3: is one of those. I remember liking one of those more than the other.
2: I uh, like the second more because Mayu's more, in her words, killer Mayu in that I think, one. I
3: think I did, too, actually. Um, and most
2: people like the first one better,
3: I believe. Yeah. I, I think I am with you. I think I did like the second yeah. one more, and most people
2: like the first one more. But they're both, like i think they were obviously. one and two match of the year that year so it didn't really I believe it um 2020 was 2020 was year. not hard to no yeah. no so they like walked away with it uh anyway she talked about hurting her pinky in the u.s and she's like this sucks man i don't want to ever want to get out- hurt outside of japan she literally said that uh she said my main thought is that getting hurt outside japan sucks <laughs> <laughs> but i was like yeah I, I i'm with you um but in terms of like talking about wrestling in new japan i think my favorite quote of maybe the entire thing was i think having a match that fans that has fans invested in wanting to see women's wrestling more is so important this time there's a lot more pressure because it's a singles match because it's a title match to have the fans engaged if i have a bad match then that will be that for the people watching and i want people to see that women's wrestling has a lot to offer i think i think we can kind of forget you know, because the women's wrestling topic is so premier here in the States. Mm. But in Japan, in our minds, you and me, because this is what we watch the most, is what we love the most. We just think of it as like the same level in our heads mentally. But obviously, it's not seen that way yeah. either. So her care for this, going into it, has me all the more excited for that match. Like, I am waking up for this match. I I don't know what time it's going to be at. Haven't even like mapped it out yet, but I'm going to it's, wake up for it's it. It's early. It's early. Oh, I know it's early. Um,
3: it's three a. It starts at three a.m. your time, so it's actually not early for you.
2: No, not at all. But her match is like in the middle, so actually, it won't be too bad. I'll be able to go back yeah. to sleep after. Uh, but her care and um, want and need to like still prove herself is always why I think her, like her staying in stardom and staying in Japan is so important. Like mm. there are wrestlers that leave, obviously there's EO there's Kyrie uh, reportedly soon to be Julia and they, they leave to, you know, up themselves and take on new challenges. And ultimately it does help put eyes on the product. But in my use of mind, it's all about upping the product overall in Japan. And I think that's always very important to remember. Like, she wants people to know this is the best. Uh, She made a great line about stardom itself, which I think is later in the interview.
3: Um, Um, Two two things really quick. One that I forgot to mention. I find it very funny that she was talking about Kyrie a lot, and then she's like, yeah, I respect two women in wrestling, and neither of them are Kyrie. That was real. Um,
2: That was so real. (laughs)
3: Like, Mayu and Kyrie always kind of had that, like, like, we're both EO's friend <laughs> more than they're yeah. friends with each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I find very funny. Um, but about this, I, I'm – it was along the same, the same like, paragraph or two as the quote you brought up. But I think Mayu, she noted that she always prepares herself for a crowd to be absolutely dead. Yes. Um, and for, for, you know, them to not want to watch women's wrestling and, and really wanting to impress – Uh, And I think that mentality, uh, I hate to bring it up again because we just talked about it for a while. I think that mentality kind of is what fueled that Shuri match. Because remember, that match happened right after DDM died, uh, you know, like 20 minutes before the Tokyo Dome show started. Mm -hmm. It felt like there was a lack of what with -hmm. the crowd
2: going into that main event
3: not even because they were like oh who who cares about my issue right. just because it was just like a victim of the of the circumstance ultimately the
2: ddm thing was
3: the ddm thing was brutal. rough you know it really took everybody out of it people watching at home and in the arena um and again the tokyo dome show they were going to be late <laughs> to get yeah, the tokyo dome exactly. show um because of this match and so i think that mentality of just like just like oh well the crowd's going to be dead i need to wake those motherfuckers up you know here here comes the the resuscitator The revival, if you will. Um, And I think that just aids in like what makes her so great. But yeah, I I, I, I love her. I love reading about her mentality here. She's really like letting a bit of, you know, you don't hear a ton of just like waxing poetic about how you feel about wrestling mm -hmm. outside of these New Japan interviews. So I really love these New Japan interviews. I'm happy she got one. But there's even more to be heard
2: um as she said about stardom i wanted to just skip to this real quick and then we'll get to the bushy uh, we'll get to the mina comments and we'll wrap up there uh because it's phenomenal uh i want as many people as possible to know that this title exists and that i have it i'd love to take this overseas more have more matches defenses internationally notably she said internationally i want everyone to like realize that that doesn't just mean america hey, Go
3: to yep. go to Arena Mexico, Mayu. Oh my we God, we need you,
2: Mayu. Uh, <laughs> ever since Stardom came to be a part of Bushi Road, I've been saying that I want to create more chances for more people to jump into women's wrestling and Stardom, because I have all the confidence in the world that if you start watching Stardom, you'll be hooked. I think that is something that. Most people listening to this podcast can agree to. Uh, In terms of the look, the presentation, the characters, the in-ring, I really am certain anyone who watches it will love it. That's why I want to take this belt with me to New Japan and then to other companies, other countries as well. I want to do as much media as I can. I want people who don't know about women's wrestling really, uh, what women's wrestling really is, to find out. I mean, this title is a huge deal, right? It's hard to get out there as lady wrestler, Mayu Yutani. But having the title, being a champion, gets you more offers from other media, gets more people to know who I am, As and as I'm elevating this title's value, it's doing the same to me. I think I can really use this championship to broaden the women's wrestling landscape. Yeah. Well, she, it's great. It's great to like, all time, folks. Like it's, I said, she,
3: it's it's fascinating to hear wrestlers kind of like, I, I hate the word use this word because it's it's like a derogatory word, but I love to hear wrestlers yap about yeah. about just like you know how they're feeling about shit, yeah. you know. And I because it's just like super interesting, and you get little tidbits like we got from this Mayu interview of her just kind of like, yeah, like this this title is meant to be something, and. It's hard to make it what I think it's meant to be, but you know every day i'm I'm fighting, I'm trying, mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not without a lack of trying. this is what it's all about, and I think that's great. I think mayu's mentality is is a great one um and you know the ace of women's wrestling is here, the icon of women's wrestling you know there there's a reason that's that's her, and mm-hmm. she she takes that role while she is Mayu. I mean, she could only take things so seriously, being Mayu. Uh, I think she takes that role insanely serious, and I, I respect the Hollywood part.
2: As I've altered in the past couple of weeks, the icon of pro wrestling. Yeah. You
3: know, just- See, it's, it's, it's interesting because when she won the red belt, she changed it from being the icon of stardom to the icon of women's wrestling. So mm-hmm. now, maybe she is the icon of professional wrestling. I mean, the other icons are tiring. That's mm-hmm. my that's my guy, but I mean he's he's on his way out. Maybe yeah. she's she's the the last icon.
2: Shout out to the stinger. Yeah, one um so her feelings about Mina, we'll end on this because
3: the wrestler, not the faction.
2: Go on. <laughs> yes. Uh well to explain what Mina Shirakawa has done up to now, she was in the stars, which is like our Hantai, for a while. Then she joined Tandaka's cosmic angels. She spun away from that. To make <laughs> her own.
3: That's just crazy. I didn't read this part. She
2: spun away from her own team called Club Venus. They didn't get much done, and now she's made another faction called E Nexus V Empress <laughs> Nexus Venus. Of course, I think her attitude is new team, new title. Yay! <laughs> that's not taking this seriously enough, if you ask me. They asked, really re-
3: said, Holby, "Holger really said, I do not respect a homie hopper." But wait,
2: <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> She says, honestly, I really can't. I can't really tell you when uh, they asked what kind of wrestler is Mina. When I think of Shirakawa, I think of when she had her face smashed in uh, against Sayaka Otani. I've always been someone to encourage wrestlers who are newer to, to this than me. But there was one time when she was in Stars and she had a match with Unagi Sayaka <laughs> that was so bad, I chewed her out. Like, can you expect people to pay money to watch that?
3: Holy shit. She's right, though. That match was bad.
2: <laughs> uh it does, oh my she,
3: god i i'm sorry i did not read this part before we started <laughs> uh
2: well i'll funny. finish it up then we'll, we'll we'll talk about it um i've wrestled her a few times since but she changes her style so often recently she's been wanting to kick more and to go after her knees she hasn't picked something to stick to um they asked so you feel she's unfinished product stylized that's what I mean when I said I couldn't answer your question before. But the moment that proved to me that she—that what a pro she is is when she got her face smashed up. She could have freaked out, and that would be totally normal. But instead, she went backstage and gave her comments. Um, so you acknowledge her grit. They said, do you think her forming this new faction and having that momentum might be a threat to you? No, not really. Momentum can be a powerful thing, but Mina's a bug to be crushed. That's all man incredible
3: if if mina if mina if mina doesn't act right she might get
2: (laughs) mina she's a
3: bug bad things might happen to her (laughs) if she don't act right in the next three days
2: dude that is that is crazy she called her a bug she said essentially she's no good she can't make up her mind that that's a championship. She's promo. a
3: homegirl hopper, as, as I said.
2: That's crazy. New team, new title, yay.
3: Mike's <laughs> uh, like, I've been in this bitch the entire time.
2: <laughs> <I> know, <you're, laughs> I've
3: been stars loyal the whole time.
2: You're talking about the wrong person when it comes to factions and sticking and you know stuff like that. I love the i out. out. Like, you expect people to watch that? It's crazy. It's crazy.
3: That was a really rough it was. time. When, yeah. when they were both new and they were both like getting pushed, um, Sayaka, and, Sayaka, Unagi. I read Sayaka, Unagi and, uh, Mina. It was, yeah, it shout was out
2: rough. Sayaka Kara, Come on up. Yeah. Karara's uh, pusher. Uh, but that, that was like the perfect way to end this, like an incredible interview. Go check it out. New Japan, uh, website, English website, 19, uh, NJPW 1972. Uh, it's very much worth it. And then she did this great, um, this was her second to last answer. when they asked about the movie that she's in, because mm-hmm. the poster was behind her. She said, Yeah, my movie Runaway Wrestlers Out in Theaters Across Japan, May 17th. Tells you the story of my life so far, my journey in wrestling. I hope everyone goes to check it out. That's a nice cheap plug. Homegirl
3: home home turned into a PR machine with that with that last one. That's great. I love that
2: the poster was behind her. Um, but <laughs> that is it. Can't wait for that match. I'll actually be reviewing that probably first on my YouTube channel. Let me check it out. Episode 2, Mayu Itani versus Mina Shirakawa. You can check out episode 1, which was about Io Shirai versus Mayu 1. It wasn't the first, but, you know, it's it's the big one in the trilogy, right? It's the, it's the very important one in their trilogy to start it off yeah. for the World of Stardom Championship um so that's fun and then the third episode will be coming up probably sometime next week which will be with mayu and Kagetsu, which dylan you watched me which was a blast yeah it was um, a tremendous match it was it was it was fantastic so if you want to hear my immediate thoughts about mayu and mina that'll be out uh probably sometime friday or saturday
3: oh I'm sorry, I can't get over the fact that she's like, do you know how bad she is? Do you do you know how yeah. bad she was? She was dog shit. <laughs> like that's a crazy thing to say. Is like is like no. Like I, I like I <laughs> I want wrestlers to get better. I didn't think she was ever going to get better from that.
2: <laughs> she she was literally like, I like to talk up wrestlers who are new to this to me. However, <laughs> <laughs> those motherfuckers sucked. <laughs> However, they had the worst match I've ever seen. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. This oh, is not what's going to happen. That's like, probably, that's why like, the pose of her over Mina, yeah, you know, that picture, is so yeah. perfect.
3: Oh, that was a, that, that was the next year, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or, if not, like around, no, it would be months, that year. Years. It was that year. Yeah, yeah I'm like pretty same sure
2: it was season. within a few months.
3: Um, man. <laughs> Mayu, I <laughs> I hope Mayu uh, gets gets a position of power somewhere so that she could do the Inoki bit that that Inoki <laughs> did to to Doc Allos, um, coming out and just throwing chairs and the fucking match no, This just sucks.
2: It's <laughs> Have you ever great... seen that clip? Yes, I have.
3: Uh, that's, I didn't invite you to do that.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I'm happy we could go through that, but let's get to the rest of Stardom now. Uh, we're going to do, I think we're going to do Corkin first, and then we'll go over the Cinderella to close the show. Corkin Hall, this past Saturday, live on Pay-Per-View, uh, which was a lovely surprise i know for a lot of people i had said two weeks ago on the show i think that wednesday was going to be live out to me ended up being saturday whoopsie daisies I was a day off what you're going to do or a few days off yeah, i was a show they, off they they they
3: shot the wednesday show yes. like it was a live show so yes yeah.
2: so it was clearly a trial if you watch that uh wednesday show which was a fun show as well but let's get into the saturday show Lots to talk about here. Um, I can go through the quick results before the big matches, of course. Um, Starlight Kid and Ruaca got their first win, they did not win later on at Fantastica Mania, but they did appear there. There, they were Mystico approved per their um ponchos. ponchos. That it was completely signed by the roster, but that includes Mystico, so they're Mystico approved. Um, I know that you've already said that Ruaca should be the next uh, Hechicero or something, yeah, the, which f-
3: is the female Hechicero, Hechicero. Which is crazy
2: doing the pose, <laughs>
3: you know what I mean? Doing, doing, the, oh, yeah, doing the, oh, the pose
2: it. is worth it, the pose is worth it alone. Um, but they had they, they did a good job. I thought Starlight Kid, uh, Starlight Kid goes to babyface whenever she's not in the star ring, so. I always think she does a really good job, because um, mm. that's my preferred role for her at this stage of the game.
3: Yeah, I really liked her in the Fantastic Mania match. I thought like, yeah, she just came across as like more like interesting, more endearing, more likable. Which obviously she's a heel, so none of those things. Like, I get why. Like that's yeah. kind of the point. But I, I yeah, I agree.
2: I, I liked her in the Fantastic Mania match. Um, in this opening match, her and Ozzy I mean, were just doing. Sh- I mean, Azumi said Viva Mexico. That was really the. Oh, yeah. Azumi
3: was very upset that she did not get selected to go to Fantasica Mania. Uh, so her and Ruaka were beefing about that, uh, which was fun. Viva
2: Mexico! That was great. Uh, Su Suzuki defeated Rana Yagami. I thought Rana did a good job. Hmm. Um, May Sarah defeated Waka A
3: lot of ass based offense here.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, May Sarah teased the Haroda thing. A thousand years, of math, yeah. But time has just Hayashishita, uh, Saikamitani Miu Amasaki defeated away to Watanabe, Rina, and Fugi in Death. This is important because it was Miu Amasaki pinning Rina to earn her shot at the future of Stardom Championship, which will be happening this Sunday in Rina's ho- hometown, correct? Yeah, in Tochigi. Which is always very cool. Um, the sisters have been out doing their work for that show. Yeah, and um, Hina's,
3: Hina's out of the brace that she was in, um, yes. the like shoulder, the mm-hmm. sling. So, not saying she'll come back soon, but she is progressing injury wise.
2: She's in her gear for the media, so that yeah. was good enough. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, Amasaki is a very. Uh, Intriguing one when it comes to the future of Starm title because if it's not her and it wasn't Yuzuki, then who is it?
3: I think it's possible that Miu loses here. Uh, Rena defends it once or twice more and then, uh, probably once more and then Miu challenges again. Uh, it's, I think Miu might double challenge, I think that's what's going to happen. Hmm truthfully i truthfully i said uh on storm quest that i think what they might do is an old away tie thing where uh not old away tie but like a you know dark age away tie thing where they would a tie would win via you know um shenanigans and then they get challenged to a second match and then the baby phase would win um so i can see that's awesome you know, like like Miyu losing because Rena cheats, and then Miyu challenging for the KBS sh- Hall Show, which is next month, um, which would be home her hometown. I think that would make sense. Uh, That'd be cool. We'll see. We'll see.
2: I don't expect Rena to lose in her hometown. This isn't uh WWE, so yeah.
3: It just seems it just seems like it'd be inopportune.
2: Yeah. Uh and it's not
3: live. Like- yeah, and especially considering, like I said, they will have a homecoming show for Miyamasaki in a month. Yeah. So we c- you could just do that there.
2: <laughs> yeah, arena has been a great champion. I think all things considered. So yeah, um, this should be a fun match for those two. I think they have pretty fun chemistry based off this tag, at least. Um, again, this show is this show is really good, just because like the vibes are so good. And the crowd, while it wasn't like filled to the back, was lively. Yeah, and as I either. said, it yes was a
3: good time. It was a good time.
2: And as I said to you, I would trade. I would trade commentary for Mike's crowds ten times out of ten.
3: Oh one percent.
2: And that is what this show was.
3: I don't know Perfect why enough. I don't know why Stardom hasn't figured out how to do commentary. because um, <laughs> like it's been <laughs> years true. now uh not not comment like as far as i know and you know i'm not japanese but the japanese commentators do a fine job as far as i've heard um and you know potential english commentators you know obviously uh walker has been wanting to do commentary chris charlton is down to do commentary they have commentators They have you know like store Fulton and whatnot um i like the idea of commentary but for whatever reason they don't know how to make it they don't know how to like make it align with their audio tracks they don't know how to mix it properly yeah uh so it always sounds like new japan sounds when they're doing it remote Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is very bad i cannot watch new japan english commentary when it's remote it's i mean it takes me out and that's the only option they have for stardom pay-per-views
2: if you listen to like multiple english comms even in japan like it's still quieter like the crowd's still naturally quieter than if you listen to the Japanese commentary. I've noticed because I've like went back and forth. It's not as noticeable as like just stardom as opposed to commentary, no commentary, but it's 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 just maybe a they little... just
3: expect English English commentators to yell more.
2: That's possible. That's very possible. Um next up, Sherry, Mirai, Ami Sure, and Saki Kashima. Defeated Mayu Hizuki, Hazuki, Koguma, and Yuzuki. It was a really fun match. Um, this was the return of Koguma, which was lovely to see, of course. Um, and Shuri made another rookie go to sleep. I think this was her third straight match of doing that, which I found very interesting.
3: Yeah, she's just she's she's rediscovered how cool choking motherfuckers out is, uh, and that's that's where we're at in the Shuri yard. <laughs> um, yeah, happy to see Koguma back big Koguma fan obviously um that's about it it was a fun match it was a fun match i mean it stars it stars so obviously it's it's hard to be bad when you're a stars tag team match if i'm if i'm being honest that's true that's very so you know it was it was what you wanted out of this i would say obviously i would have preferred if Koguma didn't lose uh her first two matches back um but you know it happens
2: I mean, the, the next day was worse,
3: to be fair. It was a lot worse. You got a fire over there?
2: We're all good. I'm alive. Everyone's alive. Thank you. They they knew what match was coming. The fire alarm knew what match was coming up. And I was like, ah. oh, shit. this is This is it's it. Heat.
3: It's heat. Yeah. It's hot in there. I, I yeah. thought you were going to say uh, Hitchis Caught a flight back to the wrong place. He's in Boston for some reason.
2: That'd be real. Um, oh my god, if he was start, here! He started doing, doing the He started
3: doing the fire giving
2: <laughs> Shout out Hattusaro! Everyone go watch Fantastic Mania. Yeah. Last two days were great. Um, new Blood Tag Team Championship. It was Wingori Hanan and Saida successfully defending against My Sakurai and Chan Yoda. And as Dylan said. We watched this match together. Yep, and uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Listen, I think Wing is phenomenal, mm-hmm. fantastic, one of the best ta- teams going right now. But, 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 we have to reference the other side too. My Sakurai, you know, we know what my Sakurai is. A good, good, yeah. good tool
3: player. Good, tool player. Uh, when she can kind of slip in there and do some of her good shit and then get back out, perfect situation for her.
2: Find trio's wrestler if she has, like, two top stars with her, right? Mm. Fits. And then there's Chan Yoda, of course. Haven't watched Chan Yoda in a while. A few times I've seen her on New Blood. Solid wrestler, right? Well, everybody, little did I know, that Chan Yoda decided to be the greatest of all time for this one match. And her side Ida stole the freaking show. When I tell you that we were screaming during this, like this match was insane. This match had in no, in no part of my mind that I think I was going to watch away from walk away from this match, and say that's a tag team match of the year. But what did I do, Dylan? I walked away from this match saying that's a tag team match of the year. Oh my god! <laughs> see, see, they know it. They, they they know what's happening. It's too, they hot. Know, it's too hot. It's too hot. I want to mute myself. You go on about the match,
3: man. Scotty's right. Um, this this match. If, if, if any of you, and I apologize to, to use um, a show that's not covered on the show, but if any of you watched Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. from last year with John Moxley on commentary and how after the match, John Moxley just sat back and went, holy shit. That was me, Scott, and Xavier on call watching this match yeah. together. It yeah. was insane. <laughs> it, it felt once it was over, it just felt like you had experienced something for 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 the three of us at least. Um, on my notes, I was taking notes of this match. I only got to a couple before I just wrote the lariats <laughs> and I I had I had nothing like the Lariats, I did not finish my thought. I, I <laughs> that's that's all I wrote. The larians. Um like man and it's funny i'm looking at my notes real quick at first i was like oh yeah Ida hit a two-handed chop to to yoda's back that was nasty and i was like that was like maybe top 10 nastiest at most (laughs) like 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 there was like probably six or seven or eight more nasty things (laughs) that those motherfuckers did to each other it was fucking insane man
2: chan yoda i i don't know what happened i like Listen, this isn't me she's being just mean. good
3: now. No, she's she is. Good now. I checked the I watched the Rio Mizunami match from last month. Yeah, not great, but it was a good match. Like, it was, it was, a, it was an actively good match.
2: But, but this was like otherworldly. Yeah, <laughs> she so, so her, like, as you said, her and Ida are trading Larry, it's left and right. And I, I just, I just hear all three of us freak out about it now. Like, we're like, yeah, let's go. And then, and then, and then they start slapping the taste out of each other's mouth. And then, Ida hits the nastiest slap. I was like, oh, oh, here we go. Ida goes to slap again. Janyota catches her arms and hits a shoot headbutt, followed by a burning lariat and a jackhammer. That was crazy. She had a <laughs> jackhammer concussed. She... <laughs> That's, That's the happened? craziest, but you're right. After the match, Janyota tweeted like, was it, the, was it later or the next day?
3: It was. It depends on. I think time. it was later. I, really I think it was
2: later. She tweeted, "Yeah, I don't really remember anything." <laughs> I was like, "That's insane!" And you could tell in this match, she was out on her feet at one point.
3: Um oh, Not that yeah. it
2: affected the match, but like because, they were trying to get what, her on the that's top. What actually,
3: happened was she hit the jackhammer and everything. It was yeah. fine, and then it was a wingory comeback and the mm. adrenaline her adrenaline kind of like went down a little bit and yeah. then it's like oh i can't stand up <laughs> yeah like you could you yeah. could you could notice but then she got right back at it pretty quickly
2: yeah. from there um, incredible match hanan was awesome in this match by the way yes. she just wasn't in the big like segment between ida and chanyoto but i'm happy it came down to those two um hanum was fantastic she's you know I've, I've been talking about it every single week on the show she is geared up for the next step very 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 soon uh oh, yeah. but my goodness this match was incredible my sakurai did good at her spots. she didn't have many spots they pretty much just gave the room you know she gave the ring to Chanyota. um which, what
3: she did do she was stiff and motherfucker she was she, she was. was going hard you know like one percent. like props to her as well um yeah. But this this was the Ida and Yoda show. Um, it's funny because oh, earlier in the night, or in the match before, I believe we talked about, and you know, from me, no disrespect to Ami Sore. From Scott, might be a different different situation. But we were talking about how Ami Sore does that like sliding lariat, and we're like, damn, oh, like, yeah, yeah. like half the roster does this, and Ami is like on the lower end, mm-hmm. right? Ida, <laughs> because she's so short instead of having, sometimes instead of having people, like, go on their knees to do it, she just leaps and (laughs) does a sliding lariat like that, like a jumping sliding, like, I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but, like, it's a different kind of lariat than just, like, a, you know, jumping, like, it's insane. She was taking Yoda's head off with these lariats. It was, oh my god, it was so good. This match was so absurdly good. I
2: There's only been two times this year where I felt like that Sort of like a adrenaline rush watching a match, mm. and it was this one, and then the Mayu Shuri one. The Mayu Shuri one's different because I'm looking at the time, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, they have like no time left. This is, and they they because they were going hundred percent, and that was fantastic. But this was unbelievable. Like I said, tag match of the year so far. One of the best matches of the year. Just if you went into it or you didn't watch the show yet, and you were like. Whatever, just go and watch this like it was it was great, um, my soccer had a very emotional promo after um I don't think Chan Yoda talked. <laughs> I don't think she was
3: probably for the best
2: there to talk mentally, uh but she she was just,
3: man, and after the match, they so Ida and Yoda both had these big bumps in the middle of their foreheads, yeah, um, Ida was bleeding out of her nose.
2: Oh, they beat the shit out of each other. It,
3: it was like rent was fucking due for these motherfuckers,
2: man. Yeah, it was so good. Everyone go watch it. Uh, next up was EXV defeating the Cosmic Angels. Uh, this entire match, <laughs> I would just say, come on, Sayaka Karara, spear someone, spear hit the someone, spear, spear, spear hit spear, someone. the spear, hit the spear, hit the spear, every, and she got spear. it. Every time there
3: was separation, we'd be like, Spear, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> she hit it on Micah, though. And I, you know, listen, listen, don't listen to anyone else, listen to me. She had a visible pin. She <laughs> had a visible pin.
3: <laughs> Micah wasn't kicking out. Micah wasn't no. kicking out. It was for Hanako.
2: Hanako pulled Sayaka Krah up. I was devastated, devastated. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that her three spears have now been on Tam was a Tam, Shuri, and now Micah in a row. Yeah, the Shuri That's one was crazy. nasty. Yeah, the Shuri one's the best one so far. That was yeah. that was Goldberg like we got a jackhammer and then a spear the next match. Incredible. Shout out to Goldberg, I guess. Um, but yeah, in the in the end, Sayaka Carrara got pinned by Micah. So,
3: um, yeah, Zena and Carrara were the two that I picked mm. out from this match as like, oh these these motherfuckers are cooking. Um. Zina's and I so think, good. in part, she's that's because that. of expectations, right? Mm-hmm. I think you have lower when you have lower expectations for someone. Uh, it's a lot easier to be impressed by them in certain ways. Um, so I think, like Xena, yeah, she came back and immediately it just it just works. She's just in perfect shape and perfect. You know, she's in form, so to speak. Um, okay. And Carrara continues to impress me um, a lot. She she's becoming one of my favorite young wrestlers in the company just because, like, she has that indomitable baby face spirit right that like you just it's kind of infectious and i really like it i hope that they are smart with it Mm -hmm. because i think there is this issue and this i will say i think this in part was a rossi issue is that um you will either push a baby face way too quick and their like underdog spirit kind of goes away uh i think that's what happened with unagi for a time period i was just like well she's not really an underdog if she just beats way too many people right now right she's like six months into this into her run what's happening right now Mm -hmm. like it kind of like killed that for me or you'll have a waka where it's like okay she loses so much and when she eventually wins she still kind of feels like a loser um and you just don't you don't really go anywhere from that. I hope that they find a way to book Carrara, so it's a bit, it's it's in between. You know, it's it's a perfect medium because she could be such a great underdog babyface for this mm-hmm. for this company. She is so absurdly good at just the fundamentals right now. But that's all you need to be good at is is because she has, and I hate to say it, but she has it right. She she, she gets does. the she gets the selling better than I, I would say she's the best seller of her of her classmates i agree who, who uh, and
2: maybe that's because she's actually in pain
3: <laughs> also possible a very itsuki hoshino type yeah. uh hoshino had a few matches where it's like i don't know if she's selling or if Jungle jungkook was just actually hurting her uh <laughs> because it, it might be either it might it might be either um so yeah i i think that as a in terms of her selling her bumping karara is probably the strongest of the bunch mm-hmm. um I would say her her offense outside of the crazy ass spear and the the arm jack probably still tied with Rana and actively below Hanako and and Yuzuki, but still like I I think that Kurara has so much upside. We talk about very frequently the two of us because we're both big fans of hers, um, and she really impressed me in this match, much like she has in the past few matches I've seen from her.
2: I'm left talking about Sayaka as much as any rookie and i think that's an accomplishment on her part of Mm -hmm. how good she's been um i think and i said this last week two weeks ago there is a comparison i continue to make to young tam Mm -hmm. not not new tam obviously because yeah tam is no longer an underdog um that I think she's gonna really benefit from learning, and I I do think also having the Natsu play because Natsu is a great underdog wrestler. Um, I think it's gonna go a long way for her. So, uh, obviously excited about her and Xena, uh, she continues to be fantastic. Since it's coming back. I, I just want to give her that credit. Obviously, I think um, I think it's actually very impressive how. Good. She is considering. uh, She was. She was good last time, right? Like Mm. we're in agreement. But I keep saying this to you that there is some benefit for her that she doesn't. She's not being compared to other foreigners, and I think it's allowing her to stand out more.
3: Yeah, and I think her being the first one there even is is good in terms of like this year's crop. Because like we've been talking about it, we've been kind of like hoping. Uh, that maybe Megan Bain comes back uh, at some point, considering AEW is not fucking putting her on TV. <laughs> We're like, maybe yeah. she just maybe she just moves to Japan. How about that? Maybe we can we get that. Can we get
2: that going? <laughs> can we get her back, um, please.
3: <laughs> yeah, and like in the event that that happens, I think her and Zena could be a killer tag team. For example, mm-hmm. um, but I think what Zena needed was to be the only foreigner for a minute, um, mm-hmm. just so that she can kind of develop her own personality. I think Club Venus was a was not a good idea (laughs) from from the jump in the way that they ran it um because i do think that like someone like xena benefits more from an exv than she did from a club venus um mariah may obviously is like the outlier there because mariah may obviously like uh was like half the identity of club venus so obviously she benefited from it but i think conceptually xena in exv just feels way more prominent it feels like she really has something to latch on to there um mm-hmm. and i'm really happy that she's back as i've been saying for the past few weeks i think she showed last time around that she is among the better half of foreigners that sarm has ever used um just from being like good because they've used a lot of bad foreigners uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. i think now she's starting to be like okay she's gonna get into the top 20 in the top 10s you know if, if she keeps going at the rate that she's going if she keeps improving at the rate she's improving because she is really good and again Starum has had a ton of great quarters historically
2: uh, <laughs> notably i just want to point out because for some reason this i learned this if you type in my uh, this might just be my google but when i type in Myumina, my my twitter is the first thing that pops up and it's very very weird is, yes um, <laughs> okay let's see yeah. okay cool not just yeah, me the, i guess
3: it's it's the first in the first three It is two of you and one reddit that says my you with some harsh comments about mina
2: <laughs> which is real true. real um and then it's the actual interview itself um yeah. anyways yeah Zena, Zena rocks i think she's going to benefit greatly from uh what she's going through she's going uh, That's crazy. <laughs> Mi- Sorry, I'm reading you now. Uh, Mina underwent a fire ritual in a temple for the title match.
3: Oh, she's gonna lose so hard.
2: I will turn over any negative words directed at me. I will be the top of star. Alex said she's going to stomp Mayu through the ring. Well, I don't, um, know, I don't, I don't know, know if you know, if Alex know this. Has Alex. Ever heard
3: of Hiroki Goto.
2: Yeah. Also, Alex, I don't know if you know this. Um, Mayu called her a bug. So you know it's tough she she called her book uh all right and the main event was the strong women's championship with julia successfully defending against Natsuka tora in a no dq match i think we can all agree this was a bit shocking uh because you know the the rumors are heavily out there that <laughs> julia julia's leaving in march likely to help out Rossi Ogawa before heading to WWE yet she is still the champion with no new match set up. So yeah, I thought the match was very good. Um probably the best that they've ever had together. Uh very physical, very they they did the no DQ rule well. You know, they used cork yeah. into their advantage. Uh, Natsuko took some nasty, nasty bumps, first the pile driver and then the freaking table through her head, which was ugh, that was rough to watch Um, because then they had to take they had to rip it off of her head. <laughs> that was like, you know, not easy to watch because, you know, they're they're originally pulling it. And it's like, all right, it's not coming out. It's not coming out. Stop. Please stop pulling it. Um, And then they had to, then the ref had to like rip it apart. Um, But they had a great match. And I noticed uh, noticed Barb had
3: the main event assignment, which isn't usually what happens. Um, They
2: knew with the no DQ that. uh, Yeah.
3: No, it was, it was smart. It was definitely smart. I was ready to help. Barb is a tremendous referee, by the way. Like uh, there, I know it's a, nerd thing once once you start start like complimenting referees for their work you start getting a bit into deep but i never denied being into deep um barb's a great referee he's really on top of shit and he did a great job here one percent uh as did the women in the match clearly
2: yeah i i think uh for what my expectations were just based off their past this exceeded that as well title matches delivered if you're looking for two matches to watch from the show Uh this was a very good Julia match she was on her game Tor was on her game and then they, they, they exchanged very nice words after the match they said they you know Natsuko said she was happy to come to start like they did the entire like goodbye Julia without Julia losing <laughs> which was like I don't know I felt it to be very weird
3: a little bit but, did you go back and watch all of the like watch the
2: promo on No, Solo? I don't watch the no, full thing. Up. I just read the uh translation. Yeah.
3: Um I thought this was their definitive singles match, which I think, you know isn't saying a lot, because I didn't really love their singles matches prior. Um but I did think that this was um a really, really good match. Their third you know, Cork and Hall main event uh in, in as many matches, singles matches against each other and yeah if i was their definitive match singles match and i i get what the point was um because natsuko julia brought something on natsuko that nobody else really did uh in in the physical side of things like just literally mm-hmm. like in the in the oh well we could just plunder and this will be cool um nobody's really done that with natsuko other than julia so i i get and i appreciate them running this um however there are some things that make me question what's going on like what the fuck yeah. is going on right now just in like you know what i mean um but yeah i'd like that this ha- match happened it's a shame that natsuko lost i would have liked it if she won and then was like a train transitional champion to whoever's next uh just so she could have got that one singles title because she's not winning the wonder belt and she's not winning the red belt no. as far as i can tell so I would have liked it if she got that one single title but you know it happens. Uh I was happy with the match regardless.
2: I do have a funny uh well I did have a funny point to make that I'm now forgetting. Oh wait no it's back it's back it's back. <laughs> um you know Julia's going the Okada route rather than the Oscar Oh yeah. of not putting anyone over on the way up. It's kind of real. I'm sorry.
3: It'll be it'll be the funniest shit ever if she vacates the the <laughs> fucking purple belt.
2: I'm telling you, just fly a Karen.
3: Would make sense. But also, when?
2: Yeah, yeah Mania looks pretty good to do that.
3: <laughs> I, toss it on do like... that. I actually thought they were going to do that like a month ago. Turns out they just decided, nah, two days later. <laughs> we're gonna toss their, the toss
2: them TV. on the anniversary show. For New Japan.
3: They should do that. Why not? I think know, if, like... I think if Mayu and Mina kill each other enough, either... It will force their hand or Ghetto will be like, no, my, 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 they made my boys look bad. I never want to see them <laughs> women again.
2: Yeah. Looking at that lineup, they're going to make the boys look bad. Don't you worry. Very,
3: yeah.
2: Um, Shut out, Shut out, most wanted Nick Nemeth, though. Of course.
3: They have, they have some house of torture cushion there, though. Uh, in between yeah. the, the championship match and the bad.
2: <laughs> like I said, shout out Nick Nemeth. Yeah. Uh, but that's it out for to the Corican. Corican is a very good show. Um, I think those last – the two title matches are well worth your time if you're looking for something worth your time. Um, But Let's get to our final topic here, which is the Cinderella Tournament. Of course, the brainchild of one that's not in the company anymore, um, which made me assume we were going to get something different one way or the other i think some thought maybe they changed the rules which i i am not ruling out yet by the way i still think that's very possible i don't know about you dylan but i think there's still a real chance that where we see either the time limit go up or uh the over the top rope be taken out like i still think there's a rocket
3: did mention uh i should probably you know, fact check this with the website. Rock Does did rock mention no. in the presser uh, that something about over the top rope. I imagine yeah. she said, "I'm just going to win all of these matches by over the top rope elimination," <laughs> but she
2: might not. I listen. She might have said that, and I will agree. But until I hear rules announced, I'm just going to assume they're all assuming that nothing's changing.
3: Love assumptions.
2: Yeah, I mean. Uh, so this is already a changed tournament. Yes. Uh, so the way they revealed the wrestlers, as someone that was awake watching this and doing my best to cover, I said, what the hell is happening? <laughs> so originally it was just stars that came out. It was Saida, Koguma, Hanan, Kogo, who made her grand return by saying she's going to quit. Uh, and then she was like, being a fucking loser. Quit yeah that's that's exactly what she said i was like why are you always so serious now jesus christ um and then yuzuki so i was like oh okay no no mayu and Hazuki, that's all right um sure and then it was two of queen's quest two of cosmic angels two of uh EXV and Rana Yagami. So it was Lady C, Miyu Amasaki, Yunamizamori, Sayakara, Rana Yagami, Hanako, and Zena. And I was like, I okay, I have no idea what's going on. Like, <laughs> that's what I was like, I.
3: Oh yeah, I, I didn't watch this live, but I did watch it unspoiled. I watched the presser as they all came out. I was like, what where the
2: fuck Yeah. Is? Yeah. Yeah.
3: All I knew was that Mayu wasn't in it. Because I accidentally opened yeah. Twitter and read you say, Oh, Mayu's not.
2: Here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Mayu is not here. Um yeah. Which, and then Natsuko Tora, Starlight Kid, and Ruaka of Oedotai. And that's when I was like, um, what happened? You know, like, where are we going with this? But of course, they released a separate batch, which was essentially like the hand-selected trio from the company, which was... The
3: high-speed girlies.
2: The the weird like way to frame it, then it then was the five star winner Suzu Suzuki, the back to back winner Marai, and two of the three finalists because Marai Sakurai did not show up to this.
3: She will which, be in the tournament though.
2: She will be in the tournament. Ami Saray, Wakasuki. <laughs> well, here's the thing: when I saw the first five and then those two, I was like, "What the? F- what is this? Yeah. <laughs> what? What is? How did we decide on this?"
3: It makes it, sense. It, it does,
2: but yeah. it does. But when you just see like the uh, the ba- the batch of talent come out, I was just like, "Excuse me," um, and then my Sakurai will also be in. So ultimately, the tournament has changed. The tournament is now going to be done like this. The event, the opening night will be on March 9th at the Yokohama Budokan. The March tenth will be at Cork and Hall. March sixteenth, Himeji, uh march 17th and i don't have that in front of me my bara maybe Perhaps. i believe Appreciate and then the finals will be on march 20th in nagoya um and the way it's broken down now is that i have so many tweets okay you do. uh the 16 wrestlers will be in the first round the first 16 announced which were Koga mahana. Momokogo, Yuzuki, Lady C, Miyu Amasaki, Yuna Mizumori, Sayaka Karara, Rana Yagami, Hanako, Xena, Natsuko Tora, Starlight Kid, Ruaka, and Saki Kashima. And there will be eight seated wrestlers awaiting the winners of those matches, which of course are Hazuki, Azmi and Maysara, the hand-picked by The Office, Suzu, the five-star winner, Mirai, the Cinderella winner, and the fi- the finalist of last year's tournament, Amisurei, Wakasukuyama. In my sakurai Whew.
3: yeah um so i like so i'm and this is gonna make me sound like such a nerd i'm a big ru- rules guy big rules so guy. i appreciate the seating rule like i think that's really cool i appreciate when you make things like you add schematics to make things make more sense um i hate it i would hate it if they were just like oh and these eight wrestlers are fucking here i guess Fuck yeah, you, right reasons sure um which they kind of did with three of them but uh, you know I'll, I'll let it slide uh
2: they said so they were I... company picked god
3: <laughs> why like that
2: <laughs> because they're good that's what they should have said i
3: agree i agree <laughs> but though, no, like i i appreciate them being like okay well um these four get in here and these i appreciate that and i i like the idea of having people who haven't done anything basically for the last year uh having to work a little bit harder you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um i appreciate the champions being taken out i appreciate it all in principle my question is where is momo where is shuri like i get why they aren't in it and Taro okada did mention that like the entire point was for someone who Hadn't really been there, quote unquote, yet. But then, why is Mariah in there? Th- that's where. That's where. Because so I... she
2: won the Cinderella
3: twice and the white belt.
2: Well, they want her to defend the honor of the Cinderella. That is
3: Momo's, the idea. Momo has won less than Mariah has historically.
2: I understand that
3: like hardware wise that's that's what i mean more so they um,
2: they said mariah's title reign was so bad she has to redo it
3: like that's crazy. like exactly like (laughs) like that's what it felt like and i'm like this is fucking disrespectful at this
2: point (laughs) this is crazy Um, so so ultimately the idea is to not have i i saw some people try to like shake this like not have champions it's like well that's a lie there are champions in this tournament top champions yeah, top champions. I think you know, I think
3: the artist, the high speed, the future, and the the future isn't in it, by the way. But the future and the uh the new bloods. No, the future
2: is not in it. It's
3: aren't crazy. top champions? Yeah. I I think Rena's not in it because of scheduling conflicts and not mm-hmm. you know um it's it's hard to tell. The because,
2: finals is on a Wednesday.
3: Yeah, the twins are the only uh underage like girls who are still in school, as far as I know. So. Like, yeah. it's not like we can really tell if it's just like a arena thing or a...
2: Bro, uh, me in a band. Or was she in is, a band. You know, she, she's... She's
3: a, she's a good drummer, I, I heard.
2: She's not about that book school book. life, bro.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, she also might be like 40. Uh, nobody knows her age, because she's yeah. done a lot in her life, but...
2: Yeah, she has, actually. Um, she looks she, really young, though.
3: She does, but you never know. Um, point being is, I, I appreciate it, right? That there's no there's no top champions you know there, mm-hmm. there there are two classes of champions in this company no top champions um and i appreciate that they have these rules that's like oh well the the final four from last yeah. year get uh, an advantage this year the five star winner if she's not a champion she gets an advantage in this Cinderella uh you know and then these three who I'm cool with obviously they're my favorite wrestlers
2: in the company <laughs> so i, was gonna yeah. say, I think I, th- I think you're pretty happy about it but, yeah, uh, no,
3: I'm, I'm happy. It, it is just a matter of like, okay, well, I just appreciate the old school feeling of the Cinderella um, having upsets. Sure. Like the, the only real prizes here are beating Suzu and beating Mirai. Sure. Otherwise, it's like... Uh, I mean, if like a Hanan beats a Hazuki, that's huge. Don't get me wrong. But uh-huh. really, they're... they're I, with a Momo, you can, you can really put over someone like like Ida, right? If Ida got yeah. an upset in the Cinderella over Momo, even if it was like a pretty, you know, loose win, it wasn't like a, a you know, a pinner, you know, with, a, with her finish type of win. Even if she just got her over the top rope or just yeah. did, you know, got a roll up, whatever, it would have been big. Like it would have been like, oh, that's sick. Maybe she makes a run this year type of thing. And there's not as much of that this year to go around which I'm not as crazy about, but I I do appreciate the vision. You know what I mean? So
2: I get that. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of people are making that point after last year. I don't remember a single upset. Every, every every main eventer. (laughs) Right. Right. But this is my point. Like every main eventer just got like tossed out by double elimination in some form. So like, that's why I'm just fine with accepting this being the new pathway. Because ultimately, the Cinderella has lost a lot of its luster, right? And that part of me is like, okay, let's try something new.
3: But the issue is, is that that was like last year,
2: specifically. I understand that. But like, like some people do, the multi day loss made it lose. Yes,
3: of yes 100%. No, I agree. But the years prior that were multi day were still better than last year's. Funny last thing. Last year's is, was such a crazy fumble of the tournament. I feel
2: like the new tournament could all happen in one day i know i'm the psycho
3: it could happen it, in a weekend
2: yeah. which we have i think we pitched on the show Probably. A few weeks uh like a month ago um but i i i like it only because i wanted something different this year and a smaller field ultimately is more welcome than what i feared which was every wrestler involved yeah. uh I understand, but I, I also understand the disappointment of, like, the big stars coming. I will tell everyone that was like, oh, my God, does this le- mean they're all leaving? No, it does not mean they're all leaving. Uh, the wrestlers not involved were Mayu Utani, Utami Hayashi, Josiah Hina, Rina, Mama Watanabe, Fukigan Death, for those who are worried, uh, Natsupoi, which was a big one, just mm-hmm. because I thought she may have been coming back.
3: I thought Natsupoi and, uh, and Mina... And Tam on the outside were like the big ones. That's like, oh well, that takes away a favorite.
2: Yeah. Uh, Tam obviously Sayori, Shuri, Micah, Mina Shirakawa, Julia, Tekla, which I have no freaking clue what this woman's <laughs> doing, and Ayasaka, who of course is still injured.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. The lo- the lack of cosmic affiliates, meaning uh, you know Tam, Natsupoy, uh, and Mina. I know she's not mm-hmm. an affiliate anymore, but you know as we as we touched on earlier, she's been in a lot of factions they are the um, <laughs> yeah. as by you as by you put it very appropriately a lot of factions um I think those people being out of it make this field very interesting to me mm-hmm. because it's like out of like I think that is the biggest plus side, but I guess this is the case every year um yeah. is that I really don't know who to look at, you know. Like, I'm looking at stars a lot. That's that's where I'm at right now.
2: I'm yeah. At, um, so, okay. so this is the fun of it now, right? We get to kind of talk about who is in it and the possibilities to win this tournament, which is, for me, fun because the top stars are the ones that should be the most okay. focused on my options of top choices are pretty simple. It's Hazuki, which I mean, I think we should all keep saying that until she wins something. Yep. <laughs> uh, Azumi, who I think yep. is definitely an intriguing option. Um, I don't think May Sarah has a shot, but I think she makes a pretty solid run um, because of her high speed side, which is preferable, obviously. Um, Hanan as well, I think. Makes a ton of sense. She, I, arguably, feels like the favorite heading in. If, Strangely, like, if there were betting odds, she would be the favorite based on the lineup. Yeah, uh,
3: and Which, once we see the once we see the uh, the bracket, I yes. think it'll become. If, for example, if Hanan and May are on opposite sides of the bracket, I know what the final is.
2: That would be so <laughs> real, though. That'd it would. So I, hey, I'm,
3: I am. Don't get me wrong. No. That is that is the dream final. I would have to.
2: Of... I would have to admit that Taro Okada cooked.
3: Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that would, that's a that would be that's a look for him. Um, yeah, outside of like that's like the dream final outside of like a Hazuki Izumi final. Because yeah, so
2: Hazuki Izumi to me. <laughs> I have thought about this. If they do go that way, which would be very smart. Like if it's not if it's not going to be Hanan, obviously it's going to be one of those two. I think that's your smartest final. I think you keep them on opposite sides. Um but I I'm, I'm trying to figure out like a, so the person who wins this is challenging at boon die Yes. That's how the that's how the math leads up. Um so
3: and also because they're good being all, you know, you know, fuck the rules, you know, we're we're changing things up. This is this is the new era. The new breed is unleashed. Uh it's very possible that they challenge for about that isn't the white belt just to kind of set that reset that precedent. President. Yeah. Since it's been a few years since mm-hmm. the Cinderella was used for anything but the white belt, mm-hmm. so that also opens things up. Like my maybe not fear, but I could see. Did you say Kid. new breed? I said the the new breed
2: is unleashed. Shout out Marcus Corvon. All right, continue. It's going down.
3: <laughs> um, my fear is that Kid wins and challenges Mayu.
2: That's. I don't think that's happening, but that, I don't either. That, that's that'd be crazy.
3: But I, I think kid would be the favorite if she didn't just lose. to
2: don't You know? Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree, but she's, she did lose to uh, Sayori. So that's what matters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's out of sight, out of mind. Uh, oh, I would maybe.
3: also say, I think Suzu is a bit more possible than others would, because I think Suzu being the tournament girl is a yeah. very possible look i mean she's been a finalist in every tournament she's been in in this company except for the first five star where she was the like number one runner up up. yeah Yeah. she almost made it to the final it's literally like i think she was tied on point with julia yeah yeah she tied with julia that's what it was so almost every single tournament she's been in in this company she has gone to the finals in and i think they might just keep that going kind of like have her be this you know Unstoppable tournament wrestler, I, I could see that. Maybe not win it, but I could see her going to the finals. Maybe uh, it's an open, it's an open, open tournament. You know, yeah. I, 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 could see Zena making a run. I could see Zena met, brought up that she wants to meet Mariah in the tournament. I could see Zena taking Mariah out. It's a real uh, match. Yeah, it'd be last cool last year. That. Yeah, because because
2: Cindy uh, last year
3: they were. You're right. Um, so I could see that happening. Maybe Zena getting a big win in second round over, or second or third round. Over uh over Mirai. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of intrigue here. Um
2: I won't predict the final yet because again, we don't have a bracket. Um, but right now I am between a, either a Hazuki Azumi bracket or a Hanan Mesera bracket. And truthfully, that's very Dylan and Scott E pilled. So I think it's yes. a good day <laughs> to keep it that way. Uh don't break my heart. No, heart. but I just yeah. want to. But
3: all I four get, of them are going to be on the same side. That we're just going
2: to uh, throw at shit, we'll fight each other. <laughs> yeah, um, but would yeah, be a heartbreaker. Um, I w- That would be the perfect final four. Yes, in my opinion, I agree. Um, that's kind of where I am thinking. Is that they're two, on the final four? Plus,
3: it's it's. I mean, it's two stars. It's one at Queen's Quest and one yeah. unaffiliated. They've done. Is that? Yeah, like two years ago, it was two stars um with hazuki and kogama yeah one one ddm at the time not boy yes yeah one ddm at the time and uh mirai who Mm -hmm. was a ge so yeah it's like two one and one is not unheard of it's not like we're leaning too far into one side of the roster or anything like that um
2: I think you'd take out Suzu with like a draw or something too if she would face yeah. like a Mariah or something. I could see her facing a facing kid or kid. There you go. That's a good one. And, um... um, I just wanted to uh, I don't usually play clips on the podcast, but I do want to play the best part of the entire seg uh, the entire press conference. <laughs> the
3: the pretty girl fucked up her words it happens man
2: oh man azumi just absolutely pulling him out i I, I I adore
3: i adore azumi and then and then afterwards suzuki and her just fucking like man that them like just kind of like sit together just laughing their ass that reminds me of, of me and my friend who always pop each other and just are like end up like falling over each other laughing and it's just like oh man that, that's such a, a wholesome moment um everybody was laughing it was it was a great time you could even see ami just kind of dying in her in her hands
2: that's, on the other that's side that's crazy of the... you said even ami uh <laughs> yeah um i the one favorite my favorite part of that those two are losing it when may sarah's like trying to cut her promo yeah and it's like man she she's like half paid attention but yeah this is the cinderella um it remains to be seen what the matchups and brackets break down too but once those are out we'll have a more
3: when do you think those will be coming out because the cinderella starts in two weeks
2: oh they're just gonna you know you know they're just gonna put an article out with them like a yeah probably link I doing.
3: hope I hope it's not week of, cuz that would piss me off. Also, I am traveling that week and it's going to be a fucking headache if they do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that'd be bad. I you guess know, that's but, it though for the show. Huh?
3: Yeah, it's actually interesting. Every year I travel right before the Cinderella tournament. Because hmm. my friend my friend's birthday a time
2: the same time.
3: Yeah, my friend's birthday always find always falls right next to the beginning of the tournament which is fascinating not really it's it's just how you know calendars
2: that's how work, but... i was gonna say that's how calendars work you know i was trying to be nice i was trying to be nice yeah, yeah. um dylan let the, let the people know where they can find you
3: um you can follow me on twitter at xx issue band because i like roman numeros and i'm number one in your heart uh that's each if you didn't know and you can find me on storm quest every wednesday now because uh me and alex changed the days that we record so every wednesday you can find me on storm quest uh over on the five star network you can also find me on the no limit wrestling show on the five star network youtube channel um and you can find me on substack at right don't right, dot substack dot whatever stuff substack is um you can find that on my twitter uh <laughs> or or you could also do i believe it's it's uh what's the other one hold on this is bad audio i apologize it's substack.com slash extra if you want to check it out over there i will be releasing something at some point i promise sick. It'll, be, it'll be about joshi wrestling too so
2: sick up i will be it. releasing something at some point <laughs> soon there we go.
3: because i was like oh i'm gonna write this article and then i realized that's like okay i'm through like, a fourth of it, and I'm 3,000 words in. Maybe I should do this in
2: parts. Jeez. You're doing a research <laughs> paper.
3: Yeah, maybe I should do this in parts. Uh, so that's that's the plan. Uh, part well, one will be out.
2: Don't I will break. say soon. I will oh, say soon.
3: Hell. Part one is about um, the Nippon Budokan shows in the 1970s. So the rise and fall of the beauty pair uh, that took place in Nippon Budokan at the time.
2: Whew. All right. Well, uh, well, well, Dylan goes back and watches history and uh,
3: writes yeah, did, a lot. Did you know that? And I said this in the five star earlier um, in Discord. The All Pacific Championship, which was the spiritual, uh, the the original white belt, right? Yeah. That belt was originally the Hawaiian Pacific Championship, and then it went deact. It got deactivated after one of the beauty pair retired and like retired with it. And then Rossi Ogawa both Like lobbied to get it back I'm pretty sure I- I've heard that from one source Lobbied to get it back And then renamed it The All of Championship So uh, That was like one of Rossi's First orders of business As a member of the of the company Was We should get the white belt back And we should rename it Something cooler That's real I, I think that's kind of sick
2: Notably I just wanted to add this I uh, don't have Any update on Rossi Ogawa This week besides he faked go to new york so yeah yeah. You know. i said last week that when i was recording i was like ah that was the first picture he sent like of the empire state building i was like yeah it looks like he's in new york and they posted one the next day and everyone was like
3: oh why is fuck? wicked there
2: <laughs> yeah why is wicked there why is uh some movie that came out in, like 2016 on the poster
3: so that wasn't obviously. even his most recent trip to New York. That's the funny thing. He I was know. in New York a couple years ago.
2: <laughs> yep. That's why it's awesome. Uh he was like, "All right, let me find, let me find some pictures. Let me cook, let me cook with this one." Um but any any Rossi stuff I, of course.
3: I part good. I part is expected him to do a run in. Uh like <laughs> like, you know, like wrestlers do. Like Jordan Grace who was like, "I'm at home with my dog and then a minute later she was in the Royal Rumble." It's like, "Okay, this is getting this is getting lame. Let's let's see Rossi Ogawa do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh that would have been so funny. Uh you can follow me at Scott e Wrestling on Twitter slash X, whichever you prefer. I say that on every podcast I do. I don't know why. But uh
3: Does anybody do prefer it. X
2: except for like probably not, but you know, I say it anyways. You know, some people right. like to be updated, I guess. Uh check out my YouTube channel, I believe it's just Scott E Wrestling. I don't think it's too complicated. Uh I have one video on there, Woo. but but it's Io Shirai versus Mayu Yutani. I'll have another one up Friday or Saturday morning, and then I will have up another one next week about Mayu versus Kigetsu, which was already watched, so I just need to record it, which I'm lazy, so good. That happens. Yeah. You know, it'll happen eventually. Uh but if you have any match recommendations that you'd like me to cover on that, feel free to throw them in. I'm always happy to listen. I've already got a few. Um
3: is it Joshi exclusive?
2: Nope.
3: Did did you ever watch Desperado versus Kansai or Kasai? Not Kansai, Jesus.
2: Yeah, I did. You should you sure you should review that one. That'd be a good one.
3: Yeah. That'd be a good one. I've had a a few minutes. I was thinking about that this morning, and I was like, man, that match was so fucking good. I've a
2: couple matches that are re-watches. Um, but, I mean, the uh, Mayu one was, so obviously I'm not really opposed to re-watching anything. Yeah. As was Kagetsu and Mayu, so again, not against re-watching. But, all right, this has gone long enough. Uh, for Dylan, I'm This with the 5 Star Joe Show on the Fight Game Media Network. Until next time, see ya!